And they did that shit on accident. Yeah, <laughs> 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 me thinking. <laughs> 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 he did that shit by accident. That shit was really Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Probably just got to concede defeat. Yeah, word, word, bro. Respectfully. We live now, though. Oh, I am. I mean, this is. This I is for my This is for 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 this is home in my head. I want to make sure I go about this in the right way. I gave last week. I gave Drake song. That's because you ain't get to the part with Future, but we just had Drake harmonizing the whole time. I hate that. It's a long journey back to the place we was When I was too embarrassed to admit I was in love And you was my good girl that wouldn't give it up I can't let herself destruct uh -huh. It was a safe album It was a safe album I just it was a bad album Safe We ain't talking about this What's this? I'm a great man It was safe How y'all doing out there? This is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast I'm your main man, Goldie Lou, Goldie Fat It's your boy J-Will, keeping it moving and grooving here you know who it is, you know what it is. This your boy Smooth, and this is the I Don't Know Needs to Hear This Podcast, the hottest podcast in the world, you dick. What is a safe album? What is that? A safe album is yeah. when you put it's an out. an excuse for a nigga who put out a trash album, but you're a fan, so. No, a safe you're album just, is gonna say you, safe. you take the recipes from prior albums and just put it all in the one and just safely throw it out. You know, like, because it, it it's not going to exceed expectations. And and it's just gonna be a safe album. Like it's gonna chart well because he has hits on there. That's gonna chart well because of who he is. So it's a safe album. He didn't do anything different from what he did on other albums. He just put out a safe album. And I think everybody wanted that fucking holy mecca album that they thought it was gonna be. But it's like yo, like I like when I like I said when this song came out. And I don't know why we talk about this because it'd be like three weeks behind. But no, I was just actually what's yeah, the same like album. but like. When I seen what the bio was that they wrote on on Apple Music, it was like, oh, toxic masculinity and, and his insecurities. I was like, oh, I already know what the fuck this is. This nigga's about to be this nigga just talking shit all day. Like, I wasn't, like, as I'm saying, I wasn't expecting nothing crazy. Like, of course, we had a whole year of expecting it, but ultimately, we didn't have a whole year of him editing it because this nigga's doing other things. So, it's a safe album. Like, he just put out a safe album. He's giving you a hit with the people that he always do music with. Baby, Dirk. Uh, Future, Thug, like all the niggas that he usually rock with. He nigga put made an album for kids, man. Grown ass man, he made an album for kids. Bro. I mean, kids stream stream more than adults. That's what make it a safe album, man. He taught, he knew his targeting audience and went right to the kids. Made all that fucking kid music. Made he got all his kitty feelings out and gave it to kids, and kids love it. Now kids is running around talking about I'm too sexy for my shirt. Man, I am too sexy for my shirt. I can't wait to hear that shit on my next Yo, my bro, next I'm, island. I remember the first time I ever even heard that. It was an episode on Family Matters where Eddie Winslow was coming down in the kitchen and he was singing, I'm too sexy for my... And I'm like, dang, that was all the way in like 94, 95. And that was a hit then and it's a hit now. I mean, 
Right. Like, it's the same thing Diddy do. It's the same thing Jermaine Dupri do. It's the same thing Chris Brown do. All the greats do. They take what works, and they just, re, you know, they restructure it. Repackage and, it and throw it back out. Like, yeah, like, that's it. That's all they, that's like all the Kid Package album, nigga. Repackage that shit, throw it back out, get that buddy, and I'm out. Uh, Yo, you know, one of the one of the albums that uh, was dope that I got a chance to hear that I'm mad, like, it's off the market is that Fat Joe album. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was a really good album. Hard. I was I didn't working out listening to it. I was like, it's not on, it's not on that piff no more either. It's not on nothing. Damn, I can't believe it got taken off that piff. Nah, that really, that album was really dope. But that's what happened when you don't clear you your shit. Real good music, and I and I was like adding it to my playlist and stuff like that. And next thing you know, I went to go listen to it again. And I was like, but you know, it was gone. That had gone. brought me to that got me to thinking because um I don't know if you like I remember when uh when they brought it up on on Joe Budden shit. It's pretty much like Ice was pretty much. They had gotten to a conversation about like how we're streaming music and we should be buying it. And then Ice went on a little rant. I thought it was interesting. Like, you know, streaming sites now like Apple Music, Spotify, we're renting music at the end of the day. Like we're renting it. So yeah, they blockbuster. Could, yeah, like we, like that's all this, this shit is now. We're, the streaming shit, we rent music. Like if you buy it, then you can keep it. So if you would have bought that Fat Joe album, you would still have it. Oh, you would still have it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we gotta just. Put up, we we pay that price to put up to listen to what they put up at their discretion. They get to pick and choose what they want, you know. So there's so much music out there. It's like, and I done found some dope shit after like a week later, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Music just, I I look at it the other way around. Like music, good music is hard to come by. Like you, you just can't like, I like I be. I don't think I fuck with music enough to just buy it. I'm not. I yeah, I don't fuck with music enough. Like even like if you look on my laptop right now, like. The songs that's on my my iTunes are old as shit. Like shit is like from college. Like I have yet to update my iTunes library. Yo, I search music like weekly, so I'm always like, like searching for new music. Like they usually say, like once you hit thirty, you just stuck in the music that you listen to. I don't have to, but like I listen to new music all the time. Like I'm always searching. Like I'll have like maybe once out the month where like if I'm not doing anything and I'm just home, I'll run through like just new music. Like. Who's freshly? I don't even know these artists' names, but I'm checking the temperature. I'm seeing if it's hot. Add it Word. to the playlist, and then I'll check for it later. But like, I'm always searching for new music, man, because it's like, I don't know. That's just me. I just love music. You know what I mean? So, I I look. I don't um. I don't chase new music. Like you have to. Like that music has to stand out and it has to go through different phases. Like I like to hear new music in certain places, right? So it's like. If it's a new artist or like, I like to hear like I like to be introduced to music by other people. I don't go searching for it. Like, let's say we in the car ride, we going somewhere, and you're like, "Yo, throw that such and throw that throw that smooth on," right. and then you know what I mean. You come on and the shit fire. And it's like, oh, like you know what I mean. Like, right. you got to pass the test. To, you got to get like three who this is. You know what I mean? Was Yo, who this? Was my track fire? If, if if the track was fire, definitely. Like no, I'm, I'm going saying, to the track you. that you heard that I did was that shit. I smooth. I ain't messing with you, bro. You ever, you never heard smooth rap? <laughs> yeah, nah, y'all. It was a while ago. I think when like me and Jules came on the pod, I think you. Was I was like, like yo, mind. this nigga was this nigga was really spitting. He was really <laughs> spitting, bro. You, you got your shit off. Well, what's up with y'all? Yo, how? It's been a week. I'm not cool. I'm nothing really going on. Yeah, nothing really going on. Um, I was. I mean, of course, it's like hump day. Like my work schedule days is like Monday and Tuesday flies for me. 
As soon as Wednesday and Thursday hit, yo, it's like, bruh, like. Those are my days off, too, so I know. Those are the days where I just be, like, in the office nodding off at the desk, or I'm, like, coming home in pure silence. So, like, today was, like, a real, um, like, I sat in my couch in my, in my room and just, like, was like, God damn, like, I can't wait for the week to be over with. It also got me thinking, like, um, Shout out Not Bottle like, Girl. We got the hookah hey, in the building. The bottle hookah, Girl. Hookah, 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 hookah. Smooth is like, I do not hookah, like that flavor. Hookah, Let me go. Hookah. We need a new flavor. <laughs> blueberry Man, was, Blueberry Man, Bobby, Blueberry Man. What I was saying was, is like, um, today I was like, really like, um, um, I, wouldn't, I, I don't never feel like in a depressed state. Like, I'm not that type of person. I don't like using the word depressed. I'll say like, concerned. I'll say, I'll use, I'll switch my language up. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even say sad, but I would just say more concerned because I'm 31 years old, you know what I mean? And um, as you get older, I'm starting to think more and more daily about, like, being a man and, like, the pressures of, like, being a man, trying to provide for everybody and make sure everybody's cool, make sure everybody's happy. I still and feel like, like I got mats on my tongue. And like, that fucking apple flavor. Yo, you motherfuckers just stop me, right? I'm listening to you. Motherfuckers is just. Nah, get your shit off, dog. Nah, nigga, get your shit off. Niggas is Talk through the pressure. Nigga, make it Talk through the pressure, nigga. So, like, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't even want to fucking go into it now, you bitch. Nah, I'm I was listening. No, but I'm just saying, like, I just was, um, I just was, like, just thinking about, like, my next moves, like, what my next six months look like, what my first quarter, second quarter. Of next year is looking like because like you know we're not getting no older we got to start putting things into place that's helping us better our future and just today i just had one of those days where i was just like writing down like just like ideas and like things that i i really need to like check the box before the, the year ends you know what i'm saying because we getting older i don't have time to be playing i don't have time to fuck up checks i don't have so time what you to, come up with that's private <laughs> but like you brought I mean, it I mean, but I, I mean, it's other things that I have like that I got going on. I'm working on other projects. I'm working on building. The yeah, business. but I don't know your personal endeavors. It just might be something personal. Like you know, you might just. Nah, have... I don't want to put out what my personal project is right now. But we talked about it. Privately no, I mean internally, like personal to you, like internal. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like preparing for like marriage and things like oh, that. Oh like, yeah, I right think that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? The the struggles of like like my mom's been holding Woo-hoo. like holding it down for a long time, and like uh, when I first moved back up to Virginia, so. Once she got me situated, helped me get situated um, with my life in terms of, like, finances and, like, you know, household type of thing. Like, in my head, I'm like, dang, I feel bad to, like, leave my mom's where she at to go either move into another apartment for myself or to, like, move in, you know, with my lady or something like that. You know what I mean? Or to get married. You know what I mean? I want to try to make sure mom's is good because she's been holding it down for so long i just kind of feel bad doing that so in my head i'm trying to take care of myself make sure i'm happy while taking care of others and making sure they're happy as well you know what i mean and so like did you, you uh, gotta see the uh ace hood interview with his mom no nah, i didn't see nah, that what i said? love ace hood but not to watch interview. uh i mean i i like briefly like glimpsed over i, I caught the gist of it. it was like pretty much um so you know ace hood was signed to dj khaled uh at the time when he was and he's one of the hottest Artist of DJ Khaled, like one of his, his soul artists, he was like his biggest artist at the time that was actually right. signed to mm. We the Best Records. Right. And you know, he had that that drought after he was putting out all that hot music Put your mic and he down. wasn't able to, huh? Put your mic down. 
Just let it lean down. It's not leaning? No. I, I'm just saying, let it lean down. All right, anyway, but yeah, so pretty much he was um saying how, like, before he was able to, like, you know, get your mom's that crib and, you know, take care of your mom's, but when, she, when his when his music wasn't selling anymore, like, he, like, took a break from music to, like, mm. do other shit or, like, whatever he was doing, he wasn't able to, you know, take care of her financially anymore, and she kind of, like, I don't want to say that she looked at him a different way because it's like, yo, I did so much for you and for you to, like, not be able to keep up what you were doing before. But you had to understand that, like, I wasn't making music. Yeah. And if my money was coming from music and I'm not making music no more, of course, some bags or, you know, financial cutbacks are going to have to happen. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So and understand that I have a family as well. Yeah, you're my family, but I also have a family now. You know what I'm saying? It's that thin line that, you know, Men have with their moms, like, as far as, like, you know, you want to take care of your mom. You know what I mean? Your mom is always, you know, your first love. So everybody wants to, you know, make sure moms are straight and this, that, and the third. But understand that you have a family of your own. And I, I went through that personally, you know what I mean, within my own situation with my mom and, you know, with my dad. You know what I mean? How my dad takes care of my, he's taking care of my grandmother. You know what I mean? But Our grandmother. Also, oh, well, me and, Jared, <laughs> me, me and Jared's grandmother as well, right. you know what I mean? If anybody don't know me and Jared are cousins, so uh, our grandmother. So and you, it was a thin line. It's like yo, you running up and down to, to make sure your mom is straight, but you also have to make sure your home is straight. And my mom, and as I said, my mom was like, I don't want to put you in a predicament where my daughter you feel like you have you feel like you have to take care of me. You know what I mean? I I don't see myself, you know, in like because my grandmother didn't intrude in my house, but I don't see my grandmother. I don't want to see myself like intruding on your household. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want to come stay with you. I'm not. I'm not going into a nursing home. I want to come stay with you, type shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't put me in a nursing home. I want to live with you and your family. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of situations within the black families and the black the black family structure. Like, a lot of people feel like you have to take care of your parents, which is fine. You know what I mean? You want to pay that back because they took care of you for so long. But also understand that you have a household of your own and you have to leave the nest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you don't have to carry right. that burden as if you owe them. You know right. what I mean? But like, I, I'm going to say for me, I feel like I do. The only reason why I say that is, I mean, my mom's is cool as hell, but like she held it down when I couldn't. Now, Rube's situation might totally be different because he might have left out way earlier so he didn't have that pressure of doing that. But when you've been like, being, you I'm saying, me? I'm saying he might. I'm saying, care, I'm saying he. I, I, no, I use the word might. I'm just saying. Like, he let might. me. I got my. Hold on, I know. I I'm mouth. saying he might. I'm. I'm getting ready to segue <laughs> you over. I'm, I'm trying to introduce you. you. Fucking it up. But so like, everybody's situation is different. I feel like for me, my mom's. You know, she held it down for so long, and as I got older, being the, being that we're in partnership in a household together, I'm like, I just can't just. Be like, oh, I'm out. You know what I mean? If it was maybe another man in the house, if she was like maybe married or something, it'd be easy to just be like, oh, I'm out of here. But that's not the situation. You know what I'm saying? So for me, um, the challenge is to make sure I'm happy and providing and then making sure the people that are around me that I care about are happy and taken care of. So, you know, so my 30s. So you find yourself in a depressive state if you weren't able to? I don't find that. that I don't say a depressive state. I fi I find it in a in a concerned state for me. Like how I'm how, I'm, I'm trying to. I got a timeline. You know what I'm saying. I got a window. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to make this happen in a certain amount of time, and I need to make things happen within a certain amount of time. So I wouldn't say depressed some because I don't like when people be using where people got to change their language when they say, "Oh, I'm depressed." Or I'm saying, no, I'm it's not just saying, you're I'm just not, in I'm a challenging or concerned state. What, what I'm saying, what's the, like, how would you carry on 
if you're not able to meet that goal you know what i'm saying like how would you like like i say all right so i see what you're saying hypothetically I'm, I'm speaking not, right you you're not able to be that crutch for your for your mom anymore how would you carry on would you feel like you let her down or well, like um well, let's be clear i think, I, uh, I uh, think being i think yeah. communicating i think will will be a start communicating on what your plans are what i'm trying to do how i'm trying to do it and and if it doesn't work out at least we're in communication not just like keeping it to myself and then two years later or a year and a half or a year later nothing don't happen and i'm like oh well i gotta bounce you know what i mean so you want to yeah. be in communication and you want to be in, in flow with that but Rube, what you was about to say survivor's guilt is a natural response to any right, perfect. Yeah, it's a natural response to like i'm watching um it's old as hell. LeBron produces called Survivor's Remorse right. on um on Stars, where pretty much it's about a, a basketball player who got a lot of money, and then now it's like I gotta give back because I feel he gives away so much money because he feel bad about all the people he passed on the way up. Mm. But even on the smaller sense, when you moving out, um you know for example, my grandmother was my best friend, so it's like. You know, when you live with somebody, you know, you start to build habits with that person. And we used to joke a lot like that's my roommate or my life, like we, my, my wife or whatever. So when I finally moved out, I felt the conscious need to always go back every Sunday. Okay. Like I will always be like, all right, well, Sunday I'm going back to the house. You know, like, or I felt the need to be the one to have to cut the grass, to be the one to have to go back and tidy up the house and still feel like, like, I still felt like I had obligations to her house. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like, okay, let me go there and make sure that the garbage is taken out. Let me, You know right. what I mean? Like, you still want to play your part because, in a sense, I'm leaving to start my family, but you have nobody, right? right? But at the same time, I also had to realize that she relished in the moment of, like, okay, I watched my son leave, I watched my daughter leave, and now I'm watching my grandson in my, in my son's room. You know what I'm saying? And now he taking that, like, so it's almost a, a joyous moment at that point in life. Because now it's like everybody's out the house. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like when smooth, when you finally leave, there's going to be a moment where your mom's like, yo, my baby gone. But then it's going to be like, yo, like, we did it. Like, that's the that's right, the next right, step. Right, right, right. So for them, that's a milestone. We looking right. at it like, we look at it like, yo, damn, you ain't got, you know what I mean? Like, it's fucked up. But to them, it's like, nigga. This is what we've been waiting for. Not right. saying we pushing you out the door, but this was the last step for you to just really go do your own thing. Ain't nothing else I could tell you. Now. Right. And we watched um, my pops do that, too. Like, like your father, um, Smooth, was out early. He military. Right. And then he married. You know what I mean? And he did his own thing. But for my pops, my pops didn't move out. Well, I ain't going to say he moved out because he was paying all the bills in the house. But with his mom, he was there till what? 36 Fact. maybe something like that and then he bought a house down south Tough. you know what i mean and then with, with his lady and you know he did his own thing but look how long it took for him to bust that move because Damn. he felt like yeah. mom's yo, just hit, you know what i mean like let yo, me take him let, let me make sure she good yo the longer you stay the hard oh. like it's an attachment you could be grown as hell like and that that turn like Word. no bullshit like tlc was really like Telling nigga, yo, you a scrub, you know what I mean? Make like niggas look, look, look now now I'm about to be toxic and shit. Like right. females used to always shaming us. Why are you staying at mom staying at home with mom shaming me right. now? Like you right. feel me? Like 
Yeah, but TLC literally was like shaming niggas, like, yo, you still live with your mother, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a big thing. Like, and women, and, and to that point right there, that was like, and to, a big, and to a point right there, women acting like they ain't getting help out here from the government to be able to live on their own and do their own thing. Like, you can't be a man out here, like, the way, to, the way this market, especially in New Jersey or Tri-State area, is set up, it is extremely hard to live on your own, yeah. unless you're getting some type of either help or you just making a significant amount of money where you can do that for yourself or you and your girl you and a roommate you and three guys but let's just be real like who's trying like i ain't trying to live with but two three guys you know what i mean like Like, i feel like women's women shaming that is more of a plight like women don't get along with women like if you look at a lot of women move out of their house with their mom kind of relatively earlier than guys do because their relationship is different because you know they run households differently. You know, like, right. we look at women. Like, guys, you're the, you're the, the man in the house, true. but women ultimately run the household. You know what I mean? Because you're not right. home majority of the time. Either you're out working and stuff like that. They right. make sure that kids street stuff is done in the house, you know, whether you want to look at it or not. So that's why, like, so them saying, oh, you live with your moms because they don't want to intrude on another female's, you know, household. Because yeah. the way my mom was the household, her and V, her and V was clashing. Right. Like that shit was like the clash of the titans. Like they didn't I see eye to eye. And now, and, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. It, and it was to be over the simple shit. Like you know what I mean. Like even I remember like a couple years ago, my mom got mad at Veronica for washing dishes. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, you mad at her for washing her dish? And like it turns out, like, Veronica crazy. was like, yo, like because she was, I guess she was running the water too long. She's like, it was taking you so long to wash. Yeah, I'm like, but, like, I'm like she could have just threw the cup in there. Like somebody else nah, had to nah, wash. Nah, like, nah, no, nah, wash nah, her dish. Cause these light bills, these water bills, when this shit start getting real, the shit work a certain way in this house. Like, <laughs> but yeah, hey, yo, that's what I said, though. you took a seventeen minute shower the other day, my nigga. What's good? <laughs> like, fuck us up with you. Nine minutes at the max. Like, <laughs> right, like the the fuck. way the way um, women are able to get help and be able to like have their own space. Not saying we ain't looking for no handouts, especially men. We, ain't, I mean, it help. I don't want to struggle. You know what I mean? To yeah. be able to live. To to live luxurious or you know what I mean like ain't nobody out here trying to struggle but and we ain't asking for no handouts neither but it's extremely hard for for men to just do that like yeah. you can't the it's male, hard you know male, what I'm saying so like ego. you you the way the tri-state area is set up you need to be living with somebody or you need to be making a significant amount of money to be able to live on your own you know what I mean and I get why like um like um women are like. You don't see as much women like working out as much. Like yeah. you see women doing it now, but it ain't as like it ain't as crazy as you usually see it because you got a lot of women out here that's working. They working a job or they're working two jobs or they got a side hustle. They paying all their bills by themselves. And they like, God damn, like I ain't trying to hit a gym after I done did Word. all of that shit. But when Yo. it's when just you and your woman in the house, <laughs> it makes it a little easier. The bills is being split or you taking care of the bills all together and a woman's able to be able to be herself in that in, in that not, environment when she can mention, start taking care of herself. I'm not gonna I, mean, I know I'm I kinda not, switched it but No 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 we going we gonna go there. Not yeah. to mention the like there's the luxury I'm not gonna call it a luxury of government assistance, right? But it would be nice as a single man to be able to walk in a government building and say, I need help and feel like, hey, you're going to get help. You get what I'm saying? Right. Not saying, and I'm not, because this isn't a, is a gender-specific topic where we're just about to be three men that's like, yo, women do, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. We're not doing that, easy. not at all. But at not the at same all. time, it that's not a luxury that we have. 
So it's it's I find it very funny that those like women will literally throw that in your face. Oh, you still live with your mother, or like that's a big issue with. And let's not get it twisted. Nine times out of ten, I mean, like as for me, me and my mom, we we're partners. Yeah, we split the bills sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a little different, and it's in the space that we've created for each other. Our dynamic is way yeah. different you know what i mean we're really like a, but, a but team it's not me living with her it's not her living with me definitely oh, living together yeah it's just you live it's yo you yo you could have you could have had a house for five years moved your mother in she been there for six months or something you live with your mother like you know what i'm saying like right it's no you know what i mean my mother lives with me well, we live together you know what i mean like yeah, it's like essentially yeah, like no, yo women love doing there, that because like, she's not i don't <laughs> yeah. want like she's not gonna stay on her own you know what i mean like especially if like if your, if your mom is single she hasn't found lover like she's not gonna live on her own you know what i'm saying and for the most part, that's a comfortability. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom is here, like, and I get to keep her in arms reaching. I mean, and my my mom is wise. She has wisdom Let's for me. Let's not forget, you're like that. getting that meal, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> and she's cooking. You know what I mean? I don't have to cook. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, but that, it's but, beneficial. But as a woman, women look at that and they're just like, well, you don't need me if you have your mother doing X, Y, and Z. Women think like that. Like, yo, like, and then the first argument come up, they start throwing a little jazz at house. you. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, all right, your mom's well, shit, cooking for you. You live with your moms with you. You know, you live with your moms, and it's just like, all right, nigga, this nigga ain't never going to leave his mother. Like, you know, they, they start thinking like that. Right, and I and, and I get it. And it's just the way the world is just set up. And where I'm, where I'm at in my life is like, okay, I'm looking to now transition out of, where I'm at. So right you now. one foot you know in, I mean? one so, foot out, right? Right. So, so like, you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, okay, I'm sitting back thinking, okay, calculated steps, timelines. I'm thinking, but that comes sometimes that can it can be pressure as a man. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like we're supposed to be providing. We're supposed to be making X amount of dollars. We're supposed to be that lion. You know what I mean? But like the way it's just the life is set up. It's just like it's hard. Let's not let's let's be real. It's hard. Well, it's let's hard down here. So like you know, but those are the things that that's just been on my mind, and I just want well, to be able to discuss that. Let's take this you. conversation to another level and keep it here, though, because like I I brought up survivor's guilt because that's a natural response, but then there's also the fear of staying too long. So it's like okay, if I leave, then I'm gonna feel like I right, I'm I'm abandoning you, right? And I don't want to do that. So right. then, but then, uh, so you're also torn between that and it's like, but if I stay, I'm starting to feel stagnant. I'm starting to feel like, all right, I'm, I'm a grown man. I need to start establishing mm-hmm, some things mm-hmm. on my own. I got to start raising my own family. I need to just feel comfortable. I want to walk around and let my dick swing a little bit, right? right? And I don't have to worry about, you know what I mean? Jangalang, so, jangalang, yeah, jangalang. Like, um, I don't like, know. Get a man. Like, I don't <laughs> know who needs to hear this, but, um... <laughs> We all we all marshal our own drum, like literally to the beat of our own drum. Because you could be, you could feel like you're ready at 21. You could feel like you're ready at 30. But the things that you may feel like you're ready based off of outside circumstances. You get what I'm saying? Right. But don't let the outside circumstance be a woman pushing you to leave. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, facts. Oh, you oh, know what I mean? Man. Like, it's time for you. You just need to grow up. Like, you just gonna. You know what I mean? Like, don't let that. Yeah, don't like, do that don't, to him. Don't yeah, do that like, to men. Don't. don't yeah, do don't, that don't, to don't, a man. don't. Women don't do it. But at the same, and women either. Like, don't let it be like, okay, I'm leaving to go live with my man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just to feel like you're accomplishing something right. by moving out on your own right. to go live with a man. You get I re- what I'm saying? I remember um, before. Um, me and my mother moved into um, the spot that we are now, and the first thing that she asked me was, "So, hey, do you wanna like, do you wanna part ways, or do you wanna, you know, or we could do this thing together and we can make it work?" Yeah. She said, "But she said I'm gonna be honest with you, 
It don't make no sense for you to go over there and be playing twelve, thirteen hundred dollars by yourself when we could do this thing together. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, she gave me that option. I was like, you know what? Let's let's do it together, and then let's let's create a plan where we can like start to like transition away from each other. You know what I mean? So, but it's been it's it's cool. It's just now I'm just uh, I'm thinking about those steps now. Like it's it's more. I remember primary. having a conversation with a female, right? And she was talking to me. She's like, I was. It was like maybe like in june we was talking we were sitting in the car and she was talking she's like so she's like do you like have any plans of moving and like last week we spoke about us moving into progressive times right and like being progressive like and we were just talking about you know i was like i would love to move but my situation now is what i pay in school loans is what i would be paying rent in an apartment where we live at mm -hmm. so if we if we want to be progressive it's like you know what i mean understand that have you seen what the houses cost in New Jersey? Facts. Like, it's cool to say, yeah, I want to own a house. Have you seen what they're going for? Right. Are 700, you, 800K. Where do you think we getting that from? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everything, like, you know what I'm saying? Everything was cool, you know, back in the day. Oh, yeah, build a house. You know what I mean? That's when shit was, you know what I mean? Dirt cheap. You know what I mean? It was easier to build a house or buy a home. You know what I mean? 150,000, 250,000. Right. That shit ain't what it is no more. Right. 2021, you ain't paying less than fucking 500,000. To, to, to build a house Especially where we live at You ain't buying no house Right So understand that What my situation not is not building homes what, anymore Yeah That's like what, what my situation is It's like yo Like when we was When we was going to fucking uh, When we was going to Brownstone and we, right. we, we we ride through Edgewater We just like I'm like man I'm Honestly I'm, I don't want to fucking Cut grass and fucking Yeah I was right, and shit like that I go live in a fucking condo, condo. With a fucking with a mm -hmm. motherfucker, when somebody come shovel my shit out, <clears throat> right. you know what I mean? Like, I'm cool with that. Like, the times have changed. I'm not, I'm not, like, of course, you know what I mean? Times have told you, you know, the, the white picket fence and shit like that, your own backyard and all that shit. That shit's cool, but I've been shuffling snow for fucking 26 <laughs> years. My fucking back hurt. I don't want to do it for another <laughs> I've fucking I've been shoveling house. snow 20 plus years and it ain't my house. Yo, so I don't want leaves and shit like <laughs> Yo, that. Like, so I don't want that. Yo. I don't want that responsibility right now. But I can just, I mean, my kids is good and they got a house, they got rooms to themselves and stuff like that. I'm good. I don't need that. You know what I mean? That, that. Preach ownership or you yeah, fucking Yeah, I was one. about like, to say, because we preach that. ownership and boss mentality yeah, so much, like, but it's just like, It ain't hey. for everybody. Like, yo, I'm tired of that Yo, shit. we moved down. We Fuck moved down. That. When we first moved down to Virginia, first off, we 17 years old. Mm -hmm. Like, we from the city. We ain't never blow no lawn. We ain't never do no leaves. Big Derek had us out there yo. doing that shit. He had to show us for a couple of weeks how to do that, because we was like, hell no. Smooth came down there. <laughs> On vacation. <laughs> yo, he had me out there. I'm like... Uh, nah, I don't do none of this shit that at home. And the crazy thing was, come back since. And, and my grandmother is, so she's got like Southern ideology. So everything that, like when it comes to mowing and like how she cooks, how she cleans, is Southern. Like it's, it comes from South Carolina. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, this is Jersey City. Like we're not about to keep doing this. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's just like, it's just like Word, that. Like I'll be mad as hell. Like, so be progressive with the times. Like, yo, bro. I'll be cool in the condo. Like, fuck that. Let somebody, let a little, let the, the housing unit, they people come, snow blow that shit the fuck up. Let them mow the lawn and keep the lawn going. Like, you know what I mean? That shit was cool. Like, it, it all looks good. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Right. And Make, also, like. That's not, I'm going to, like, let's be comfort. clear. I don't know who needs to hear this. Mowing the lawn and all that shit don't make you a man. All right, cool. <laughs> Fuck that. That don't make yeah. you a man just because you want yeah. motherfucking mow a lawn and fucking do all that extra stupid household all labor shit. That ain't. I ain't go to school for household labor. I told my dad that shit one time. He got mad and shit. I was like, he's like, yeah, you want uh clean the leaves up at, uh on the side of the house? 
I said, yo, I went to school for criminal justice not to fucking pick up leaves, dog. Word. <laughs> and he looked at me like, huh? I'm like, I think I'm a oh, little. You was getting ass. You was getting <laughs> ass. You was getting too much yeah, ass I'll... to be able to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, I ain't going to school for that. I said, yo, I ain't like write that. all on papers to go be picking up some goddamn leaves around the side of the house, yo. Like, I was like, yo, I, I got twenty dollars for, for somebody to come clean that motherfucker up, though. This the headbanger that got me though. Like when I got of age, like and, and of age wasn't eighteen. Of age actually was when I like really when I finished school. So when I got of age, you wanted me to start paying rent. All right, cool. I'm a tenant. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, exactly. I'm a right. tenant now. <laughs> hey, something's about to stop, homeboy. Like, so I'm about to tell G Mom, hold on. Garbage. Garbage. Oh, no, 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 no. I just paid, I just paid my fair shit, my room board. Like, ain't say nothing about So, nah, that was a real thing in the house. But nah, so it's like, all right, now I'm, I'm paying rent now. And you still want me to keep up these household duties now, too? Oh, nah, nah, nah. nah. Yeah, you but it's it's comfort. That that goes back to comfort. Because I could joke with my, I could joke with living with my grandmother all day. But, you know, I say that to say, like I said, don't let anybody pressure you into leaving. You leave on your own terms. Don't let your terms be, oh, well, I'm dating this chick and she feel like it's time or girls not taking me serious because I live with my mom. You know what I'm saying? Especially when those be the, those be the chicks that be three, four, yeah, three, four roommates in and shit. You know what I mean? Three, four apartments later. Like, nah, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like, you, you don't get to judge me off your fourth apartment, your third roommate, just because you looking for somewhere to stay now. Like, nah. Word. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, that don't Thanks. make you less of a man. But yo, <laughs> so, tell so me like, why, yo. Uh -huh. So this this Sunday and shit, right? I'm gonna go get a massage. Word. No, at a at a real parlor, not not the not the let me long time shits. Uh, happy not not the happy endings. So, <laughs> not the happy ending. Yeah, yeah. So I went there, right? <laughs> so I get there, my regular lady ain't there. So I get this older lady, bro. So. I've gotten like I've gotten massages like on a regular, but I've never had the masseuse ask me how much pressure to apply. They always say like what with what section of your body you want me to focus on. I usually be like shoulders, right, back, neck, lower. You know what I mean, right. When I tell you that this old lady was on pressure ten <laughs> from the time that I laid yeah. down, bro. I, I I don't I was in that motherfucker moaning like. Ugh. <laughs> but I ain't, I ain't want to tell her to tone it down because I ain't want to seem like no bitch. Like no. she, I'm talking about like she was really like in every part of my body. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I know this deep tissue, but like you damn near on my bone. Like that's the that's yeah, how rough it was. That. I was like, yo, this. I text I text my homegirl who like who uh be hooking me up. I'm like, yo, do not give me her again. Like please. Like seriously, I'm talking about like I'm in that month. It was 75 minutes of pure pain. Like yo, you uh, ain't tell her like yo, chill out, and you be feeling no, bad but, trying to but, tell him. Hey, but yo, hey, I, that the hurt. reason I didn't want to say nothing because I was like, yo, what if she really? I think she had 10. What if she only had like six? And she's like, yo, this bitch ass, he's strong as hell. This bitch ass nah, in here moaning and shit. Be wildin'. Some they do be, be wild. Like, they do be wild. Yo, I have, I've got a, I've got a back massage before, a deep tissue massage, and it made it worse. Like I went in there on three. Like all right, let me just let them rub this out. I went in there on the three. And left on a nine, like yo, my shit <laughs> fucked up. Like, why my upper back hurt now? Like, yo, I don't be afraid to tell him, like, yo, hey, that hurt. Like, then she gonna comment on my feet. She like, oh, you work a lot. <laughs> she like, you flat footed. I'm like, yo, <laughs> don't tell me I'm flat footed, lady. The All last, right. the last massage we went to for uh for Didi's birthday it was a couple's massage. She went to sleep, so I'm like, I'm laying, I'm laying in shit. We, I'm just, I'm chilling. I'm like, yo, I got quiet in here. 
I just hear her over next to me breathing heavy as hell. I'm like, oh, she she done up. Like, she didn't even, you wake up, like, you just missed the whole, like, it was a, what, a 60-minute massage? You went to sleep 20 minutes in, like, you know, 40 minutes back now. Yeah, speak, speaking of, speaking of like, bodies, like, aching and shit like that. So, we we went, me and Derek last night went to go support Smooth. You know what I mean? Oh, Catch a hookah at, at, real uh, quick. Cherries? Yeah, we, okay. go, we, go out, we go out there uh, last night to go chill for a little bit on a school night, work night, you know what I mean? Being grown, man, talking about on the school night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? On the, you know, hey, no reason for you to be mentioning that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, that's like a like a you know like a saying or whatever. Like so, we go out, we have a sangria. We we get a we get a picture of sangria. Light, we chilling. You know what I mean? I ain't off nothing crazy. We smoking hookah and we just having a conversation. You know what I mean? Derek come back 15, 20 minutes later with Casamigos. I'm like, bro, I got work the next day. <laughs> Why you bitching? Yeah, I got work the next day. So we, we drink that Casamigos, bro. And I woke up late, almost late for work, bro. I'm like, yo, see, this is why I, don't, I try not to go out as much on the nights that I got to work, yo. Nah. Because, like, the stuff that I used to be able to do, I can't pop up like that no more with my body. And just, I, I ain't saying, like, I'm, like, old or nothing like that. But, like, the game, like, I ain't outside like that no more on weekdays to just be drinking during the week and then get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go to work. That ain't. That ain't nah, my lifestyle a, no nah, more. Nah, that's you know a real what I mean? thing like, niggas be talking about because it's it's some friends that just take take the smallest things and take it to the next level. That's Herb. Herb would do that. Like <laughs> City Lounge went there went there on Thursday, right? Chill night. He's like, yeah, let's go get some sangria, and some drink. I mean, some sangria, smoke some hookah, chill. Cool. Like, know what I mean, we chilling. The sangria you, ain't gonna be crazy. It's the week before my birthday, but like, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't on that type of time. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna chill to like, you know what I mean? My birthday, you know what I mean? So somehow he found out that they got a hundred dollar bottles of Casamigos. That's a hundred dollars. That's the cheapest you gonna find it in any lounge or club anywhere. Right. So that that sent the rate off in his head. Like he like, oh, we about to get this. So he like, yo, we about to get the bottle. I'm like, who is we? It's only two of us in here, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Who's gonna drink this whole bottle of Casamigos? So I go outside. Ain't like you could walk out with it. Yeah, like so I go outside. He done Shit. got the bottle already. They they I'm bottle service the bottle. wait wait they wait the bottle. Nigga went like it's, it's lit up in it. They they sling the bottle. I'm like I'm like oh this nigga here. So boom the night going on. So we probably got to like halfway through that Casamigos bottle. So it's like two more of the homies come by. DeAndre Dole they come boom. So now it's four people to the bottle. We got to halfway the bottle. This nigga done slid off. Come back. Light show again. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, you work at midnight of, of the next day. Yeah. I gotta be up in the morning. I gotta get into it with them if I don't get to work tomorrow. That ain't it. Nah, word. So now, about hour and a half left. This nigga done ordered some rose. I'm like, oh, this nigga here. Like, he like, yo, he like, it's your B day, my boy. I'm like, no, it's not. My B day is next week. So now he done handed me the bottles. I'm like, man, I ain't about to drink this shit. I sprayed that shit all on the roof and shit like that. <laughs> like, Gave that shit to one of the whole that shit up. <laughs> sprayed that shit all on the roof and shit. I'm like, I ain't waste, drinking that shit. I just wasted that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 bro. I ain't <laughs> drinking that shit. Bullshit. 
Nah, because we can't, yo, like, I mean, we're yeah, not, I we in our prom, but it's like, we're not doing that like that no more. We're not I'm playing not basketball. Prom. We not, we, I'm just, and I feel like, <laughs> like I'm still in my prom, but damn, I'm like, we not. I'm optimist, nigga, yeah. but I ain't in I'm that. saying in terms of like the age that we like, like we still like look good for our age. We not, we don't old, super old, but like we're older. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're not well, playing basketball yourself, like man. that. Like maybe not for smooth, but yeah, like, we not yourself, like man. out there playing basketball three, four times a week no more. Like that shit is a dub. We not. Getting up and just running and gunning like that. You hurt no the like, dunk. You said <laughs> I can dunk, but I ain't I ain't trying to dunk every time. Like, yeah, you like that old head. Like Vince Carter can yeah. still dunk, but yeah. He ain't trying, yeah, he ain't trying to bang <laughs> on the rim. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey up. <laughs> I might I might fake it like oh finger roll, lay that motherfucker. I ain't even trying to go to the hole no more. Like, yo, we can't just uh run this pick and roll three <laughs> nigga. Fuck, pick and pop. Yo, son. let me tell you so we but me and my boy I was playing basketball. Like two weeks ago in Bayonne or whatever, and we playing against some young dudes. It started off a friendly two on two. Of course, you say, "Yo, we taking it light, light, light." Of course, it never go down like that. We in there balling, going hard, and I'm like, "Yo, these little jokers is actually running around too much for me." I start using my body, like, "Yo, I'm going in the paint," and I'm like five eight, five seven. I'm in the paint, like, like he I'm turned, like I'm he six. turning to Zach Red. Yeah, I, I'm in the paint, like I'm. Like yeah, like, cause I'm like, bro, I'm not about to be running around. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that, bro. So that two on two, another group of. 25, 22 year olds Yo, come. Let's, run Yo let's, let's run threes. Let's run fours. I'm like, no, nah, y'all can have that. Yo, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, what's up? Yo, you ain't trying. Nah, nah, y'all got it, bro. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I got stuff to do. I'm out. I'll catch y'all later. So, like, nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't there no more in my life. I but. told you, I, I had to hang up the cleats. Like, I had to retire that. I said that on the podcast, like, last year. Like, some, <laughs> sometimes you just got to know when. And when I said you sometimes, got yeah, you got to you know when to retire your jersey. Yeah. I ain't mean just in sports. Like, <laughs> it would, like certain activities, it's, it's time to yeah, just know when to hold them. Right. I don't even drink like that during the week. <laughs> know when right. to fold them. Right. Weekends. And when I drink on the weekends now, I'm noticing that I'm getting drunk quick. Because I'm not used to now. I don't drink really like Monday through Thursday. I was on Sunday and, and, accidentally. And all of y'all still mixing y'all drinks in y'all fucking late 20s and early 30s. I am mixing learn. my drink. Like, yo, I was drinking. Oh, yo, yeah, let I, me tell I, you. I, I was drinking Casamigos. Dooley birthday. Dooley birthday. We um hung out or whatever like that. And um, he had some Casamigos and then they had champagne. My stupid ass. Mix the champagne with the Casamigos. That's nice though. That's yeah. That's not. Yeah, that's but not that bad. shit had me I can't lit do, up. I can't do. I can't do champagne with with hard liquor, bro. Yo, that that's shit had me, me lit. Shit, I do champagne with anything. Where I used to yeah. do it back at oh, like back when we was young. Y'all. I used to do like Bacardi Limon and like rose. Like yo, give me a small bottle Bacardi Limon, bottle of rose, mix it down. I'm grooving. Smooth just want the only thing. Smooth just want mimosas. That's all. Nah, I don't drink mimosas. I'm a sangria guy. I'm, I'm, oh, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I sangria it up, bro. That sangria and cherries was ass last night, yo. Kwani, you owe me some money, yo. Yeah, I was, I was like, I whispered to Kwani. I was like, yo, Kwani, yo, make sure the bartender, you know what I mean, do it right. He was like, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. Pulled that sangria, got my lips all fixed up. I'm like, I'm getting nothing but juice. I'm like, yo, this ain't it, bro. Keep this it by homegirl said that niggas need to work on transitions, and then you just went and transitioned like three things that ain't have nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> nah, what you mean? We was talking about our bodies and drinking. We right. on point. Yeah. We on point. We right Nig- there. This nigga, was talk- <laughs> this nigga was talking. Nah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I was just making a joke. Like, yo, keep in mind, like, we already been called out for transitions. Oh, no, we definitely. <laughs> niggas, you, yeah. Well, not, fuck it. We, we going to go all the way left on this motherfucker. Oh, word. Yeah, I... Uh, 
I was listening to the, uh, the Joe Budden shit, and they was talking about the uh, as far as like homeschooling versus like when Joe Budden was saying that he, if it was up to him, he would homeschool his kid. Oh, okay. And shit like that. So like we were just watching like Hip Hop Harriet as far as like education, education, educational TV and shit. Was your father right? But but was homeschooling you? But like as far as like uh, he was saying you don't. That you don't need to be in school to be like socially educated, because you know he was saying how uh, when he talked to people that go to college, people be like, "Oh, only thing I learned at college was how to network, yeah, or socialize and stuff like that." But sometimes that's what you pay for, though. Like if we're gonna go there, we might as well go there. Like sometimes you pay for college for the network, like right. You pay for the uh, the alumni support, the association. Like yeah. sometimes that's literally what you pay for. The education might be the last thing that even like even right. get you in the door. Yeah, because, like, even, like, so, like, I say, for me, maybe third grade, maybe fourth was when I really, like, started becoming, like, more social to, like, you know, because I went to school with them. What what was that? I was in kindergarten. You was in, when we went yeah, to Schaumburg. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, so I wasn't really, and then Veronica, I went to school with Veronica when she was in 24 before she left and stuff like that. But, like, I wasn't really, like, socially with other people, like socially educating with other people, like I, I interact with pick, my cousins. As soon as we pick him up, oh, he oh live. yeah, like I'm, I'm live, but like oh, around okay. other kids, like I was just like, you know, socially awkward. Like you know what I mean? Twenty four yeah. really helped you though. No, twenty. I right, so what happened in twenty four for me was like I learned that the little, the little bridge between when a girl likes you and stuff like that, <laughs> and they pick on you and shit like you that. Were just talking about that last week, you know yeah. what I mean? Like oh. A girl, she took my hat off, spinning my hat. She popped my chain, and I didn't know why. <laughs> and that meant you like me, <laughs> but like, we're, it was the most like, yeah, fuck like, with you. Like, it was like, and it was, it was, it was backwards to me. You know what I'm saying? But like, around fourth grade is when I started learning, and even, and even then, it was like, yo, I feel like if I was homeschool, I wouldn't be able to get that experience as far as you know. How to interact with the kids? Of course, you look like we we was talking about how Barney and Hip Hop Harry. You know what I mean? Barney told you like sharing is caring, but you like, nigga, I'm the only kid. Like my my Veronica's seven years older than me. my sister older is nine years older than me. So like I didn't have to. Sh- they, they wasn't playing with the stuff yeah. I was playing with. I just had my cousins who were close to me when I came around, but they, you know what I mean? It was different. The only time he probably really shared for real, for real. He like these niggas gonna be here for three hours. All right, let me share school, this shit and then I get it right back. School is about the experience. Uh, I mean, even as the former educator, that was one of the things that they always taught us. It's not, you're not just teaching what's in the textbooks. Like, you teaching moral character. Like, you teach, you know what I mean? Like, you teaching conflict and resolution right. with these children. Like, you teaching them how to be people, how to, like, you inserting them into a world where they actually have to be citizens you're a part of that like my mother used to even when i was younger my mother used to say like yo these teachers are your parents just as much as like i am like when you come into this school this like this teacher right. is your parent like you right. gotta you ought to respect them the same way because the things that they show us we spending eight hours a day with this person right. on a, seven days a week right and if you're in an urban area if you're a latchkey kid you might even spend more time with your teacher than you do your parent right you get what I'm saying? Like, if you really think about it in that nature, so it's just, it's yeah. extremely sad that these teachers don't get paid like enough yeah. money. Like, they're I wouldn't, I'm not saying babysitting. I don't want to use that word. But, you are babysitting. But you're, you're, we you're, learned that during the pandemic. A lot of teachers were babysitters because now kids hate. I mean, parents hate their kids. Let's be real. 
Parents is like, yo, I can't wait for these little niggas to get the fuck out. Right. They make it like they really, they really realize, like, yo, I hate my kids. Like these little niggas, they should, they definitely should be getting paid more money. And it's sad that That, they're getting paid so less to do so much for people's kids. Yeah. They're raising kids like this. There's this kids who will go to their teacher and ask their, you know, ask their teacher for something. Sometimes, then. They will, they parent, or they feel more comfortable talking to their teacher about somebody that they like or somebody who they, or a problem or something like that before they go to their parent. And one of the movies that showed us that was Dangerous Minds, like Emilio, before he got killed. Like, the teacher had him in a crib, you know what I mean? Like, he was trying to really, once he seen somebody really cared about him outside of his family, he was like, oh, snap, like, oh, it is hope for me, so let me go do this. You know what I'm saying? Let me do right. And Yeah. And not only that, right? So, like, we talk, like... When it came to the pandemic, we saw we saw parents having to be the teachers, and they hated it. Parents didn't know they didn't have the patience, they didn't have the wear and throw. Right, like you have to take the practice exam to teach. You have you, you have to get certified to teach. There's a reason that you have to go through all these qualifications to teach, and you're not being paid shit because they want to make sure that you're certified to be able to talk to my child, to educate my child, to discipline my child right. without force, you know, or physical action, and. I don't think parents were really equipped for that. You know what I mean? Parents don't know how to dislike. Some parents don't know how to discipline their child. They don't understand positive reinforcement. They don't. They just know, I'm going to smack the shit out you. You know what I mean? Right. If Johnny got seven apples <laughs> and you take yeah. two away, put seven figures how up. many apples? Yo, listen. Put the seven figures up. Listen. Subtract three. Listen. You like, you don't even know what three to start for. You like, you start thinking yeah. three. Now, yeah. now he at the table crying and shit, doing the homework. You like, <laughs> <laughs> you about to make me choke on this hookah. He at the table Yo, crying. And I cried at that table so many times. Oh bro. man, that table was bad. Mom Dukes is sitting there. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. He gonna sit there all night and do yo, this shit. Yo, how traumatizing. You know what I mean? Like, dang, so, if I say the wrong thing, like yeah. it's a pop. <laughs> you know what but, I mean? But it, like, it, like, that's why, I, like, I kind of don't like the fact that, like, as you get older, you be like, oh, like the curriculums that they give us. It's bullshit. It's like, yeah, you got older and you start to learn about like, be like, oh, they don't teach our kids about credit and shit like that. What age do you think you're supposed to learn? I don't think you're supposed to learn that shit in grammar school. Like, I don't think no kids should be learning no, that. We, but in high school, maybe you could be introducing credit. You yes, know, that you type of shit. Should be but in grammar school, like, well, now we see that now they're adding more black, you know, history to our to our curriculums and stuff like that and you know some people are taking those steps to be progressive in their curriculums but for the most part like like you were saying teach me some life they have they have to they have to they're 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 making less wage so that means they actually want to do it you know what i mean if it was just for a check i want i want i wouldn't want nobody teaching my kid just because of the check they make so i i i kind of like the ideology of them not making that much because they actually want to you know be there with your kid because, like you said, you some parents don't want to be there with their kid. Like you, some some people can't teach. You and, know what I mean? And some parents don't even understand the curriculum of what what's broken about the curriculum. They don't even get it because they're so disconnected. Like for example, as an English educator, the issues that the students weren't connecting to was the fact that you have to take four Shakespeare's. And I just don't understand why you're making a school like Snyder, Lincoln, these urban schools take four Shakespeare's when they don't. Nothing about this story relates to me other than Romeo and Juliet. You know what I mean? Like, you get the central themes. Like, 
uh, Julius Caesar was about betrayal. Right. Romeo and Juliet's about right. like like love. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you get you know. But for the most part, most of those Greek tragedies, those kids didn't understand. But we're reading one Langston Hughes poem a year. We're reading one Maya Angelou poem right. a year. Like you're not really letting us dissect the autobiography of Malcolm X. You're not. Right. You know what I mean? You give us a month to talk about Black history, and then you just leave it alone. And that is this big issue. Right. And I don't think teachers even understand. The, I mean, uh, parents understand the magnitude of that because they're not sitting down with their. You know, in urban areas, they're not sitting down with their children enough to even go over the homework. And so when you have a, a latchkey kid, like I said, who probably Probably sees their parents on a weekday, on a school night, maybe three to four hours the max out of the entire day. And now they've spent eight, eight, nine hours with this teacher. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yes. It's like it's it's hard as fuck. And that's and I was kind of grateful for like I like I, I kind of hated it. Like my dad, every summer he would make me like go to the library, get a book right. on someone. You know, if I, we had in my whole way it was like we had I learned about B.B. King, Longstrong, yeah. right. you know. My Angelou, like that was that was his that was his way of teaching me. You know what I'm saying? Like and like I said, parents, you can teach outside of the household, but like you said, you only see your kid for three to four hours after you come home from work. Do you have the energy to continue to you know educate your kid? You know, you know what I mean? Like summertime, they just let their kids just run. Some people just like some. I used yeah. to get mad that some kids used to be outside ten o'clock in the morning. I hit them up <laughs> yeah, and down the motherfucking right, street. Right. But me, I'm at the boys and girls club. I'm at it. No, I mean, right. some people can't yeah, afford it, but camp, I'm at summer you know I mean? camp right. still learning shit. I still got to go to fucking, what's the shit I was going to score? You know, it's like, yeah. it was like Sullivan. Right. Yeah, I had to fucking hooked on finance. My right. was like, oh, you don't hooked on finance. You, you slow. No, nigga, I was still getting educated on extra shit that right. the curriculum wasn't teaching me. Oh, I was advancing my learning outside of the classroom from, right. you know, and, what I mean? and, and I was getting my black history. And right. I'm going to keep it real with you now. We the, oh, I said this when AJ was here. We the OGs, my nigga, and a lot of the cool kids that y'all so-called love that got all 500 likes, those was the same niggas that was scared to read in class. Right. So now they teachers teaching their kids. What the fuck? You think they going to read in front of their kid? Right. No, not even being funny. Like some parents get so upset that they don't understand their child's work, so now they get mad at their child. Uh, you, you do it. It's your homework. Now they get mad at right. their kid and shit because they don't even understand the curriculum. Like, right. so now you put that into play. Like, like parents who barely got by in high school, and now you're expecting them to really sit down and teach this shit. Right. So, like, so, um, going back. Not to your everybody's points built move. for homeschooling. Not every going parents. Going back to your points, it. move. Shoot, we couldn't. When we moved down, my mom is a avid reader like she can read a book a couple days you know what i mean easily um one of the things that um my pops used to be mad at was like at my mom's was like yo you read all these books but you don't make them read like you know what i mean and like wow. <laughs> you know what i mean so like one of the things that we did when we moved down there was we had to like read a book for an hour and i'm living i'm going from a single parent home to now i have a uh, a uh, uh, a male and a female in the house. So when we got home from you done with your schoolwork, all right, you read for an hour. We had to read for an hour every day, bro. Yeah. Every Monday through Monday through Thursday, you had to read for an hour. They didn't care if you read the Bible. Read for an hour. You know what I mean? And then sometimes they'll even be like, "Well, what you read? Tell me what you read." You know exactly. what I mean? So like they, <laughs> I'll be like, "Damn, I used to hate that randomly." Cause you, you know, you skip that hour real quick. You know what I mean? Just to get over. But sometimes you'll get caught up. But now that I think about it, like I appreciate those times where they made us do that because Listen, it's like it was, it was helping us. You know what I mean? Bush implemented no child left behind law, and we thought that that was such a great idea. And when you couple that with a hundred book challenge, 
but you implemented this law, no child left behind, which means we're not leaving anybody back. So now kids are not fucking reading this shit. Right. Fuck this schoolwork. I'm not doing it, and you got to pass me anyway with a D or better. Right. So now you're giving kids D's, and they're walking out of these grades like, all right, I'm cool, but they don't know the difference between there, there, and there. They don't know what homonyms are. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, they don't. They can't spell the difference between definitely and defiantly. Oh, oh my God, that be killing me, bro. <laughs> Motherfuckers be. Yeah, that's crazy. Ang- my angle, rest in peace, my angle, my angel. I be like, yo, y'all motherfuckers you, gotta fucking get yeah. this shit together, like. But that's just like I said. It's the, like you were saying, like motherfuckers was too cool to be in school, or yeah. motherfuckers just never paid attention to the curriculum, and now they're becoming the parents. It's like, yo, how you gonna tell yeah. your kid how to fucking write a sentence or how to not write a run-on sentence, and you didn't even get never the proper math. education? Me you know personally, I, mean? I did enough math to is that I know how to add, multiply, subtract, and I'll be honest with you, I still, I still might struggle with long division. I got a calculator though, right? You know what I mean, but. At this, like, I just, it wasn't for, like, math wasn't my forte. I was shut down. Um, but there are people who they don't, they lack the social skills to ask for help. You know what I mean? I don't think that parents are equipped to sit down with their child uh, and even go over, like, some, not all, but some of them, they don't have the patience. They just don't remember. They don't want to remember. And that's a struggle for a lot of, that's a struggle for a and, lot of the and children. A lot of, and, and a lot of people stop educating yeah. themselves after a certain age. You I'm know what I'm saying? You, this, this a lot of people definitely stop educating themselves. So, and, and if the curriculum's advanced, like I said, like, I got to, like, when I got to high school, like, I remember my dad, like, I went to a Catholic high school. So my dad was like, you fail, he's like, you got to see in religion? And I'm like, what you think it is? He like mm-hmm. you. You read the Bible. I was like, "See, it's not even that religion." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not to say my dad stopped yeah. educating himself, but he just didn't know the Catholic school curriculum because he didn't go to a Catholic school. That's deep. You know what I'm saying? Yo. So if you don't know it, how you gonna you know teach it to me or understand or relate to me or what I'm going through? Because this is this is new to me and it's also new to you. But you, it's from two different backgrounds and two perspectives. This pandemic has taught me a lot of about um people's intentions our people especially i'm not and i'm not gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you in terms of the teaching and the like the like people like i said parents were eager to put their kids back in school just to get a break like parents really realized how annoying their kids were and then just to transition a little bit i realized like you know now i'm, I'm leaving away from that whole parent and teacher conversation i realized even with the crate challenge like the intent like people are really like we're really fucked up this this pandemic this summer to where as though the, what they vowed as entertainment what they viewed as entertainment to hurt people you know what i'm saying like their intentions i like this this pandemic really showed me a lot of people's intentions is what i'm, get what I'm trying to say right i know i'm rambling a bit but so for example like with the with the crate challenge i saw a lot of people's intentions were to hurt people you get what i'm saying was I made a post about it? I, I said, "Yo, you motherfuckers, like you guys are intentionally trying to send people to the hospital. Mind you, you're using people who don't have no health insurance, and you're you're getting laughter and humor yeah. out of them falling and you know people breaking their ankle, breaking their arm. These people don't have health insurance. You know what I'm saying? Now they walk around, they shit, they shit is fucked up for life. Like, like and walk around your city, like it's like I see motherfuckers walk around with bad backs, like they they hunched over like hunchback of Notre Dame, like I, motherfuckers I, don't have no yeah. insurance. But I'm like, yo, the entertainment for people is so weird, like you so desynthesized to the the common things of life, which is like a person, a human being hurting himself for a sport of what a like. 
Yeah. A repost, a comment. And I'm like, I'm just looking at the comments. I'm like, I'm like, yo. And of course, I've seen a couple people like, yo, that's, yo, y'all, yo, put the crates up. Like, yeah. th- this is just ignorance now. You're, you're but, literally displaying ignorance na- nationwide. And what, but what angers me and how I'm tying the two back into the, one another, we won't sit down with our children and go over their homework, but we'll spend the next two hours outside recording each other on crates, looking for crates, promoting this shit. You get what I'm saying? But we're not promoting the work that we should be doing. We're not promoting the schoolwork. Yeah, as far I as get like, it. as far as like, yeah, like I said, we won't, we won't, we won't show the progress. Like, like with the bring back the hundred book challenge. Yeah. Show me a bit. Show me a sixty clip, sixty second clip of your child reading. Reading something. Show me a give, sixty second give, clip of y'all reading. Grown motherfuckers reading. Nah, y'all we did. We did nah, we did that. Remember they? Was, oh was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fifty tried to employ that shit with Floyd, yo. But nah, honestly, like or like for Black History Month, like, like we can we can start the challenge. Yeah. Get 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 a you get get a poem. Get a speech from one of our black profound leaders and have your child, if they six to eighth grade, you know what I mean, and have them recite it and put that on Instagram. Yeah. Let's do some shit. I mean, that's that's positive and show that our we're teaching our next generation something smarter than fucking walking on crates I remember, and fucking whatever what other dumbass. I remember my mom. Here. I I remember my mom. I I was I music has always been embedded in me. My mom. When I, when I would hear certain music, I would sing it word for word. I wouldn't skip a beat. And my mom's favorite line was, oh, you know the words to all them songs, but do you know that schoolwork? Right? Favorite line. Like, favorite fucking line. And so now as I'm older and I'm sitting there saying to myself, like, it's true now. Like, yo, y'all niggas know all, you know what I mean? Like, y'all know all the words to these fucking songs. Y'all know all the, your kids know all the fucking dances to all these TikToks. Exactly. They know all the moves, the little... You know what I mean? Like, whatever, the shoots and all that shit. But do they know the schoolwork? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, do they really understand the schoolwork? Can they recite it the same way? And stop trying to, like, stop telling me now, oh, it's just not interesting anymore. Like, if you're not putting the time in with them. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I'm yeah. not even a parent, like I said. And I be, like I said, I, but I work with kids in the Boys and Girls Club. You know what I mean? And I would used to be like, I used, and like I said, I wasn't, tr- I didn't have, like you said, you have to take a, like a test to be a teacher. Like I wasn't a teacher, I was a counselor. Yeah. But we still had to do schoolwork with with these kids, and I used to just be saying that like, I wonder what goes on when they when they go home. Like, is it just, like does do they just shut it off? Yeah, they shut. You it know off. what I mean? And like I said, I was I was lucky that my parents didn't let me shut it off in the summer. Well, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, I had to do book report. My, my my mom didn't let me go to my my mom used to, didn't let me go to Virginia when we. Cause I didn't finish my little my little math packet that they gave us over the summer, and I was I, I finished that shit, and I got so mad when I brought it in. They said, "Oh, we not grading that." But yeah. I was like, I was like, "Wait, you mean to tell me I lost my vacation, and y'all yeah. not even gonna grade this?" See, but that was my deep. mom saying like, "Oh, I don't give yeah. a fuck about. It. I don't care if it's not graded or not. You're not gonna cut this yeah. brain off." For the three months or the six, or the two months that you out of school, and that and that's training at the end of the day. Like you gonna always, you know, what I mean, you gonna always be able to remember that, pick that back up. Once you put that pin down and you leave it down, it's hard. Like with anything, that's like lifting weights. Like once you, yo, you lifting them forty fives and them fifties, and you you throwing them shits. You put that shit down for two months. You go to lift that shit again. You get you ain't gonna be able to get fifteen reps. Right. So it's it's like the brain is the same way. Like the pin is the same way. Yeah, once you put that pin down, and yeah, like muscle memory is to get you to you know you bang. 
bang out that five page pa- that that five paragraph five page paper but then when you ain't do it in two years you know you dropped out of school you try to go back you'd be like damn i thought i still had it no you can't get past the second fucking paragraph it's like really deep yo but yeah so like i don't know who these is but like for like like i said i'm not a parent and i don't like to tell people how to you know parent their children you know what i'm saying or you know what's the guidelines that you should set in your household but you know the, if the pandemic didn't show you you know what i mean learning doesn't just start and end in school you know what i mean you can also do your due diligence you know what i mean you can be educating yourself by educating your child yeah. you know what i'm saying take that time off the instagram and stuff like that you go learn some shit and then reteach it to your child so that way they're better prepared for yeah. it. Well, for me, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not the Instagram police. I don't care what you put on your Instagram. It's just, I just want to let you. I'm just judging you. I'll be honest with you. I'm judging you. I'm judging you based off of what you put on your Instagram, especially when it comes to what you what you promote from your kids rather than the bullshit you just be posting. But that's just me. I might not be important to your life. I don't care. Yeah, I rather y'all post. Yeah, my baby's so smart. Yeah, let me let me see that spelling bee score. <laughs> they never post that. Yeah, they ain't gonna post that spelling yeah. bee score. That's crazy. Oh, shit is wild. I mean, I mean, we can wrap it up, man. That was a good conversation. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it on that. You good? Yeah, I'm straight, bro. All right, man. With that being said, this is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fat. It's your boy, J. Will, keeping it moving and grooving. And you know who it is. You know what it is. This is your boy, Smooth. This is the <laughs> J. I Don't Will Know Who Needs to Hear This down. Podcast. The hottest podcast <laughs> in the world, your date. And I'm the top impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up for one request. Number is one 800 a I gave you your style, Gucci this, Fendi that. Bullberry bag shoes. I like the way it look, but bitch, I ain't buying that. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but no more private shoes. Uh-huh. When I just wanna chill, you wanna go out. See me probably with some other chick you wanna show out. You say I'm wrong when I dog your ass like I should. Now you can reminisce on the times I treated you good. When you surround me, it's because I won't provide for you, girl. It's cause I won't provide. You're after my chiller. You want that money, right?